the action is that City Council appoint one of its members as Council President for a period of one year expiring November 26, 2024. All right, and in front of you, you have your ballot, so let's go ahead and hear your ballot. Well, give people a chance to talk. I don't see, it's, I don't have nothing on here other than what the action is. Yeah, both Jen Brayer, City Councilman Jen Brayer, and Charles Bear. And in case you're wondering whether they did this on purpose to make it hard to get their names right, they actually joked about this at a, one of the more recent meetings about, you know, the um, we, we actually set you up. <laughs> we set you up for failure because it comes up all the time, especially because their names are back-to-back alphabetically whenever they're reading the roll or whenever they're reading out the votes. It's just, you know, one of those odd little things. But, okay, back to the meeting last night or yesterday morning. Uh, Charles Bear and Jen Brayer. Both kind of say, whoa, 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 <laughs> why are we voting on who's going to be the new president? Can we not talk a little bit first? And the answer was uh, apparently not not much. And if you were wondering, it's a kind of a weird procedure. I guess what they did is they sent out a week ago, hey, anybody want to nominate anybody to be president and vice president? And the only person that got put up to be vice president was Jared Moore, who has been the city council president before. And then for president, uh, apparently you had Delarian Wiggins put up to be again, okay, second time uh, in a row, which does not happen. Um, and Casey Jones, who hasn't been it before and is the uh, you know the current uh, vice president. So I believe I'm like ninety nine percent sure I believe that's true. He's the current well you know former vice president, whatever. Um, so Casey Jones is like, yeah, I can do it. I was just gonna say I'd be honored for the opportunity to serve as president, and um, you know feel like I could. Lead a very efficient meeting and fair meeting and uh, hope to have that opportunity. Yeah, so that's my speech. <laughs> I like it. Casey's great. Um, and, you know, then you had the awkward moment of everybody trying to say how they were for Casey, but it wasn't because they were against Delarian. It was just that he's been the president for a year and you don't get to be it two years in a row. You know, my experience, it's its not common for someone to fill this role two years in a row. And um, I believe Councilman Jones is ready to take over. <laughs> he served as vice president for a year, and I fully support him as president. So there you go. I was expecting a minor element of drama. Oh, I didn't set this up properly, did I? I'm sorry. Like the sands through Carpenter's Creek, so are the days of our Pensacola. And now, another episode of City Council Melodrama Theater. Okay, and now, <laughs> so now we got the mood music properly. Now we can have the drama, and the drama is... So, first off, I want to say that you have done an extremely good job. I think you. that you've elevated seat. I think that it's been respectful and well organized and I think you've done a great job. This is Jen Brayer. I, however, I don't think, I believe that it's never been two years in a row. I'm not sure if that's never. And so only for that reason, I think that it's time to move. But I think you've, um, President, I think you've done a fabulous job and Thank I you. appreciate the decorum, the handling of the meetings, the efficiency. I have enjoyed everything about it and so However, in the spirit that we move on, I'm going to support moving on. Sure. Yeah, so, you know, it's a very diplomatic way of saying we love you, you've been great, but just on principle of, you know, we don't ever do the same person back-to-back as president, no matter how good they are. And don't get me wrong, you were great. You were an A+. But 
why would we take another A plus when we can have uh, you know a shot at an A minus? You know, <laughs> no, I mean it's just it really is the rule. And so even though I played the the mood music, it's really not melodrama at all. It's the most boring example of people getting along and doing good government and being kind and nice to each other. And even Allison Patton, I think you heard, uh, you know, David play the clip at the top of the hour in the news that um, you're great, but it's got to be a new person. And, you know, Jared Moore is praising Delarian Wiggins. I'm thinking back two years ago when you were vice president, we had a meeting getting a little bit unruly and you jumped in from the vice president seat and in a firm, direct way, got the order back established and, and I knew in that minute you know what that that fellow there would do a fine job as the president that and fellow there. delivered in that way everyone's dignity is intact been respectful and been orderly and efficient I think you've set all the records for fastest meetings that's true so, uh, they have been many of them extraordinarily quick yeah that's right so everybody gets done praising him everybody who was there Tanya Day Broughton was not in the meeting yesterday uh, but everybody who was there was praising him Delarian Wiggins says you know thank each and every one of you for uh, the kind words, it's not an easy seat to sit in. So uh, I did the best that I could. And so I thank you, uh, everyone, uh, for what y'all have done uh, in assisting me to be the president and, you know, the meetings and thus forth. So what I'm going to do is take my name off of the president's seat. Councilman Jones, Vice President Jones will do a great job uh, sitting in the seat. And so with that, I will withdraw my name uh, as council president. So the only thing I don't know is who did nominate him to be the president. I have to imagine, I have to, I kind of have to reason that it was Tenia Day Broughton, okay, who uh, said that Delarian ought to do it again for a year. She wasn't there yesterday. Nobody explained why they would have put him up for it. I don't think Delarian would have put himself up for it. Um, I could be wrong. I mean, it's always possible, but I don't think that's true. So, um, you know, he just kind of withdrew, and that was it. And they did then they did a, a voice vote of six to zero, and it was all fine and good. And Delarian had this to say about it. It's kind of funny. Now, just so y'all know, y'all said some nice things. So when I'm sitting on the other side, y'all keep. keep <laughs> <laughs> so now there was a very very minor moment of drama a little bit later on. In fact, this, I mean this is a 17 minute meeting. Okay, so you know very boring. Um, but then you had the vice president thing, and. Jared Moore, who's been the president, was the only person that got nominated to be the vice or chair. I guess it's president, president of council. Yeah, uh, chair, there's all these different titles. I'm sorry. Uh, anyway, so uh, but he had been president recently, uh, two years ago, I think, if I remember correctly. Uh, I think he was the one right before we had Delaire and Wiggins. So I think that's right. Anyway, and Jen Brer says, you know, on principle, if we don't want people to be the same you know, repeating of the, the, the office, then we ought to get other other voices in. And so I just think that we probably ought to have somebody else as vice chair because they're going to cycle into or vice president because they're going to cycle in to be the president. And that would sort of distribute the fun around to everybody. And, um, you know, and so basically Delaire and Wiggins is like, well, are you nominating somebody? <laughs> you know, because who's the other person that you're going to do? And um, Jen Barrett says, no, he's great. I just, you know, seems like variety. So then we come to what is the only closest thing to interesting in this meeting is Charles Bear, who, of course, was previously, in case you haven't been around long enough or just don't remember, he was previously the at-large elected. So he's now in an in-district. He replaced uh, when Sherry Myers retired. You know, he stepped in. Um, and so he has been in city council before, and he said. You know, as a new, I guess, a retread uh, council member, I, I didn't feel like it was my place to 
nominate myself. I just wanted to see what would happen. I would be happy to serve as vice president. Um, I have run meetings. I would be happy to, to serve. Um, and if uh, President Jones, well, soon to be President Jones, um, if he wasn't be able to make a meeting, I'd be happy to run that. I actually enjoy um, presiding over meetings. And um, there's a whole year of video you could watch to see if I'm capable of doing it. I had a very challenging time as council president with one of our uh, invocations that we don't do anymore, which uh, would take a lot of pressure off me not having to preside over an invocation. But I would be happy to serve. And I had completely forgotten about 2016. I mean, I was there. I was in the room, and I still had forgotten about it. Do you remember David Suhor? Now, if you've been around Pensacola a while, you might, and if you haven't been around or you just haven't been paying attention or whatever, that's fine. You don't remember. There was a huge, this was like international news, um, back in 2016 when Charles Bear was the president of city council, there was a guy who, I don't even know if David lives in town anymore. I think he might have moved. He David Suhor was this famous atheist in town anti-Christian, um, and he was always upset about having an invocation led by a pastor or having religious things. And so he had petitioned to get the ability to do pagan prayers and satanic prayers and things like this at the beginning of city council. He was a, a member of the Bayview Cross case, okay, Try, trying to get rid of the Bayview Cross. And I had forgotten about him. Now, just to kind of set the stage for the wild, weird things that you might be able to expect from um, David Suhor. And this is only relevant because Charles Bear mentioned it and, you know, kind of like, oh, what could happen if Charles Bear is president? I mean, it wouldn't. It's not his fault. Okay. Um, in 2014, at the Board of County Commissioner meeting, uh, you had David Suhor give what I can only describe as the all-time most entertaining invocation. I think this is brand new for you, Jake. You've never heard this before. Is that right? Yeah, this is new for me. Okay. So he shows up in what can only be described as hippie garb. Uh, kind of a commune, like white, you know, robish sort of thing. Mm -hmm. And he's got a great voice. He was a music major, I believe a music major at UWF. Um, and so this was the invocation given by David Suhor in 2014 at the county commission meeting. Hail, guardians of the watchtower of the east, powers of air, we invoke and call you Grover Robinson is chair Golden Eagle of the Dawn Star Seeker Whirlwind Rising Sun <laughs> Come by the air that is her breath send oh my forth God. your life So I had forgotten Be This is two minutes long by the way I'm not playing at all <laughs> It's amazing Dude I'm remixing that with Oh no beat. It's fantastic oh, that's, that's a hit <laughs> Oh, yeah. Okay, so th that's just backup. That's just preface. 2016, go forward two years. He's yelling and screaming and singing, you know, in tune. It's a great voice um, about how wrong it is to have these Christian-esque Bayview Cross marker, meeting, invocations, prayers, all of this stuff. And um, out of either a fear of lawsuit or belief in treat treatment of equality that everybody's entitled, Charles Bear. And I think I think it was partially because he didn't have enough pastors ask to do the invocation. Because I remember at the time asking, I was actually looking back at the old Facebook post about this, saying, hey, if you want to prevent this from happening again, just get pastors on the list and then they won't have to scrounge for anybody else because he's already done this a couple of times. So he goes to give an invocation at a city council meeting and wearing a black pagan hoodie robe and the People had packed the audience, Christians in protest. So they all showed up. This time, we 
you will have an invocation by David Seymour. This will be followed by a Pledge of Allegiance led by Vice President Brian Spencer. I object to the curses that are being placed on our city. Our Father, our Father, our the crowd as a unit started repeatedly saying the Lord's Prayer to drown out the pagan Satan prayer that he was scheduled to invoke. And this goes on for like two minutes. And then Charles Baer basically, he says, look, we had a, you know, we had to negotiate about this. And even though he had interrupted Gerald Wingate's invocation from the week before, it's okay. And they won't be quiet, and so he actually... President, you allowed him last week to stand on the floor and, we need to have and, the chambers and, and clear say, this time. Harry Christian, Harry Rama. We need to have the chambers clear. So Charles clears the chambers, PPD escorting everybody out. And they start chanting again. I mean, I was there watching it. from. I was on the front like, what in the world is happening here? It was even more crazy than I had remembered. And so then he does the actual invocation. And if you thought the singing prayer was a doozy, okay? Now, this is actually a kind of a standard, uh, you know, satanic, not not Satan like you think of, but, you know, like satanic temple kind of prayer. It's just a humanist prayer, basically. Mr. Silver. Yes, I'm ready. Please proceed. <laughs> it's the tuner. <laughs> Best part. You've got to be on pitch. Unbowed and unfettered by arcane doctrines, by arcane doctrines, fearful minds, or fearful minds in, darkened times, in darkened times. Here we go, it was fun. Let us embrace the Luciferian impulse. <laughs> Let us embrace the Luciferian impulse later on. Not their fealty to arbitrary social norms. <laughs> You know how you, you want to say something and then you kind of want to sing and it doesn't really rhyme and it doesn't work with the rhythm, but you're going to sing it anyway? Uh, I So I appreciate Charles Bear reminding me of how nuts <laughs> things had been uh, seven or eight years ago. And then they voted uh, to have city council vice president, and it was a four-to-two vote, Jen Brer and Charles Bear voting against uh, Jared Moore to become the vice president. There was nobody else on the ballot, so it wasn't really an issue, uh, and that was that. And then D.C. thanked Delarian, and now we're back to the present. Very boring present without David Suhar singing pagan rituals and whatnot. But, see, David, you had not, you did not know this story? No, this was a little bit before, a little before my you. time. Jake, no. you did not know this story? Oh, I've I never heard that, but so thank you. we have people who ha- did not experience this. And now we have people who uh, might have forgotten, like me, and are like, oh, my God, I forgot all about that. <laughs> so, hey, you know, the tone in Pensacola has changed. You know, every every city council, can things can improve. And um, it's a very collegial, easy-flowing, no-pagan-prayer event pretty much every time they convene. So, uh, Milton, see, it can be better. 525 on News Radio 92.3, informative, local, remembering. I, uh, <laughs> I'm Andrew McKay. Put your flame now. Brace yourself for the ultimate holiday deal with Consumer Cellular. 
Snag an incredible 50% off the Iris Flip when you buy before December 17th, making it only $34.50. The Iris Flip is all the phone and camera you need with a user-friendly design, the perfect flip phone companion. Plus, you'll get nationwide coverage and always free activation. Score 50% off when you use promo code RADIO50. Head over to ConsumerCellular.com and use promo code RADIO50 during checkout to score this deal. These statements have not been evaluated by the Food and Drug Administration. This product is not intended to diagnose, treat, cure, or prevent any disease. What's up? <sighs> I'm tired of feeling so bloated. That used to be me. Then I got this. Aligned bloating relief plus food digestion. A probiotic, right? Yeah, it works naturally with your gut to help soothe occasional bloating and gas. Plus, it has vitamin B12 to aid digestion by helping convert food to cellular energy. Two benefits, one capsule. Aligned bloating relief plus food digestion from the number one doctor-recommended probiotic brand. Learn more at AlignedProbiotics.com. Open enrollment for health insurance starts November 1st, and this year, enroll in a Florida Blue plan and get exclusive support from an approved Florida Blue agent. Affiliated Insurance wants to help you find a health plan that's right for you and meets your needs, not theirs. Make enrollment hassle-free this year by calling 850-477-5840 and make that appointment with your local Florida Blue agent today. Policies have limitation health insurance from Blue Cross Blue Shield Florida Incorporated, BBA Florida Blue. This is a test of the emergency alert system. This is only a test. News Radio 92.3 is Pensacola's radio home for informative, local, and dependable news and talk. News Radio 92.3, informative, local, dependable. You cool, man? I'm like how? Okay. <laughs> you really needed this morning was pagan rituals a quote from dazed and confused in the clash but turns out that's exactly what you needed on a wednesday morning this cold nasty remind you why we love the panhandle of florida almost winter morning 528 on news radio 92.3 informative local dependable david wayne's in the newsroom with our headlines david Former First Lady Rosalind Carter will be buried today in her hometown of Plains in South Georgia. Uh, The private service and burial today follows a tribute service yesterday that was held at a church on Emory University's Atlanta campus. Did you watch any of this yesterday or see any of the video? I saw some pictures. I didn't uh, didn't watch it. Yeah, the um, the reading of the love letter from her daughter, uh, uh, her daughter reading the love letter from Jimmy to her was pretty amazing. Um, they were married, what, 77 years? Have been married 77? 77, and, yeah. And then in the front row, you had you had all the first ladies uh, who are living, and you only had uh, Joe Biden and uh, Bill Clinton as the president. The other three presidents didn't show up. I don't know why. There's been no real explanation given. Um, and Jimmy Carter was there, and he, uh, he's in hospice care. And you, yeah. it's obvious. You can tell. Yeah. Uh, well, the Pentagon says a U.S. military V-22 Osprey has crashed into the sea off the coast of western Japan. There were apparently eight people on board so far. One death has been reported. 
Uh, fishermen in the area have reported that uh, a number of people were found in the water. Their conditions are unknown uh, so far. One of the engines apparently gave out or was in flames or something. That's what I, it's one report that I heard about this. So obviously... These are folks, at least, the, you know, the pilots of which would have come through here, you know, would have trained at Whiting. All the rotors train at Whiting. So, and I'll just be keeping them in your prayers. We won't find out till tomorrow uh, any names, right? We'll be keeping our eye on that. See what happens. All right, David. Thanks so much for the update. 530 on News Radio 923. Uh, hey, tomorrow night, tomorrow night, the Newsom v. DeSantis debate on uh, Fox is going to be carried here live. At, uh, it's a 90-minute debate scheduled to be, I think it's going to air at, uh, yeah, 7 o'clock our time. Goes from 7 to 9, and you can listen to it right here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Fox News. I'm Chris Foster. At least one crew member has been found dead in a U.S. military crash near a Japanese island. There were six people on board the Bell Boeing V-22 Osprey when it came down half a mile from Yakushima Island off southern Japan. A fishing boat reported the incident. Witnesses saw fire coming from the Osprey's left engine. Fox's Jonathan Savage. More Hamas hostages in Gaza are released in exchange for the release of Palestinian prisoners in Israel. Another 12 hostages released. Israeli military, Red Cross, family members were greeting them all. These former captives have been telling horror stories. Little food, light, difficult sleep and sanitary conditions, even beatings and being subjected to forced viewings of torture videos. Fox's Greg Palcott, 81 hostages and 180 prisoners have been released since the start of a ceasefire Friday that expires after today unless there's another extension. America's listening to Fox News. Good morning, 531 at News Radio 92.3. The TSA reported record-breaking travel over the Thanksgiving weekend. It was no different at the Pensacola International Airport. Another uh, double-digit increase year-over-year with 43,000 passengers went through our airport uh, for Thanksgiving weekend, which is a 15.3% increase from the same time last year. And that is uh, Pensacola Mayor D.C. Reeves. He says the airport has seen double-digit growth every month this year compared to last. He says the city has formally submitted its request for state funding towards the new airport terminal. They're also planning to add parking spaces this spring. The Snowball Derby's coming up this weekend at Five Flags Speedway. It's sure to bring a lot of thrills and a lot of money, too. The economic impact on our area is over $10 million uh, for, for this event. Uh, and again, we have you know fans coming from all four corners of the United States, some from Canada and some from Mexico. That is Speedway General Manager Tim Bryant, who talked with Channel 3. There were more than 6,000 advanced reserve tickets on sale for the weekend, and they're all sold out. The action starts on Thursday with practice and qualifying runs, and Sunday's 300-lap main event starts at 1 o'clock that afternoon. Well, we're heading into the Christmas shopping season. The state attorney general warning folks to watch out for scammers. The most common schemes we're seeing you know, using online, using technology as people trying to appear as a large retailer such as Amazon or UPS or uh, Target or in saying there's a problem with your account and we've suspended it. And they'll do this through text message or email, maybe even a phone call. State Attorney General Ashley Moody, and she uh, she says that uh, people are sometimes caught up in acting quickly uh, to get a deal that they've been looking at, so they'll provide the account information and get scammed out of hundreds or even thousands of dollars. 
Uh, Moody tells News Radio another common scam is phishing for bank account information. They can send text messages that closely resemble fraud notifications from banks and then convince you to call and provide your account information to them. She says you should make sure to never provide your information to anybody uh, over the phone. 11 schools in Escambia County have recently earned the Purple Star School designation, uh, and that brings the total number of schools that have earned the designation up to 20 across the Escambia County School District. The uh, schools recently recognized include Bellevue, Beulah, Helen Caro, Lipscomb, and Pleasant Grove Elementary Schools, Brown Barge, Ernest Ward, and Workman Middle Schools, and Booker T. Washington and Tate High Schools. Nine other schools across the district had already earned the distinction last year. The Purple Star School Program recognizes schools that support the needs of military families and uh, and military family students when they transition into a new school. It's 534. Let's get a look at our Channel 3 weather forecast. It is going to be a very chilly day today with temperatures starting out in the 30s and 40s. In the afternoon, we'll warm up around 58 degrees with mostly sunny skies. Overnight tonight, temperatures getting chilly but not quite as cold. 43 for your low. Thursday starting to warm up high near 65 with partly cloudy skies. Thursday night, temperatures dropping near 61 and we will warm up as we go into Friday with a chance of rain. Stay connected to Channel 3 News First Morning Weather Team. Download the WEAR-TV weather app. This is Brooke Richardson from the First Morning Weather Center. And it's a cold one this morning. Right now we've got 34 degrees in Pensacola, 40 in Gulf Breeze, and 31 in Milton. Our next news at 6. Breaking news anytime. I'm David Wayne, News Radio 92.3. It's a Fox News Radio special event. DeSantis versus Newsom. Live on Fox News Radio this Thursday. Sean Hannity will present an exclusive 90-minute debate between Florida Governor and GOP presidential candidate Ron DeSantis and California Governor Gavin Newsom. Focusing on the major issues impacting our country. The economy, the border, immigration, crime. Hannity will highlight them all starting at 9 p.m. Eastern on Fox News, Fox News Radio, and... News Radio 92.3 from 8 till 10 p.m. The Pensacola housing real estate market has been crazy for the past few years. How do you know when to buy or sell? You'll need an expert to help you. Tune into the Pensacola Expert Panel tomorrow at 9 a.m. Right after Pensacola Morning News to hear real estate expert Christina Leavenworth with Leavenworth Realty discuss current real estate conditions. That's tomorrow at 9 a.m. on the Pensacola Expert Panel. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 a.m. 1620. Secret offers, guaranteed returns, over-the-top promises that you too can make fast money. These are all red flags that you should be wary of when looking at investment opportunities. Visit Florida's Office of Financial Regulation website 24-7 to learn what questions to ask before you invest. Remember, if it sounds too good to be true, it probably is. Visit slofr.gov to learn more. This message is sponsored by the Florida Office of Financial Regulation, the Florida Association of Broadcasters, and this radio station. Guy Benson talks to the big newsmakers every day from 2 to 4 before Pensacola right now on News Radio 923. Informative, local, dependable. Today, you know, mid-30s right now. That's right, mid-30s. Not freezing, but, uh, you know, it's not shorts weather. That's uh, You can see your breath outside. 
That's how cold it is. So, you know, it, when you can see your breath, you can't wear shorts. That's the rule, right? It's, it's a law. Uh, 537 News Radio 92.3. I'm Andrew McKay. It's Pensacola Morning News. Yesterday, had a good chance to talk with uh, Sheriff Chip Simmons, Scammy County Sheriff Chip Simmons. Uh, Sheriff, uh, welcome back. Good to see you this week. Uh, this this time you're in studio, not delayed by the uh, the, the bad weather or uh, even by the even by the cold, right? Is it bad weather? Well, no, bad the weather. last time we you were out of studio because it was oh, raining. Yeah, yeah. Well, yeah. I was, I was. The traffic was pretty bad. It so was. I thought, you know what? I'm going to just pull over here and call. <laughs> Let's do this the safe way. Yeah. Let's not become the news. Let's talk about the yeah. news, right? Yeah. I think that all the time. By the way, nice jacket. Looks pretty oh, I, uh, weather resistant. It's a it was, once a year. What he's referring to is our official uh, sheriff's office jacket. It's nothing spectacular. It's got. It's been used for twenty years, three days in twenty years. <laughs> it's, it's the absolute. I hardly ever wear a jacket. <laughs> so um, we had some pretty serious things happen recently. Uh, one is uh, was it Wednesday before Thanksgiving? Uh, domestic violence. A man shot his wife. Is that right? Uh, that's correct. We have been looking for a guy by the name of uh, Daryl Jerome Walker, and I'm happy to say that. Uh, through the efforts of our own warrant section and the Marshals Task Force over there near Panama City area, uh, we were able to find him, and and so he's in jail, and he'll be uh, transported to Escambia County Jail here as soon as we can get him over here. And that's what it was—just a domestic, you know, got angry, shot. Did, I don't, I don't remember. I'm sorry. Is she recovering? Did she pass? Did, was no, she, she she passed away. Okay, she, she was she was shot one time, and um, and then he he fled. And then again, obviously, we, we picked him up. So it's it's a domestic situation, uh, terribly tragic. Uh, but it happened. Unfortunately, yeah. this this is what happened. It, it was this. I, there was a story recently about somebody who had an extremely long rap sheet. Uh, really, was this that same person? Or was that? No, I don't believe this was. Okay, this all was right. Um, we also had uh, a woman that was shot in the car on Sunday in Cantonment. Whenever whenever I hear in Cantonment, I was like, in Cantonment, you know, like what? Yeah, this is on Shepherd Street, uh, which is in the in driveway, right? In the driveway, yeah. Um, the victim was in the passenger seat. Uh, there was a male suspect in the, or male in the uh, driver's seat, and we believe he was actually the target of the of the shooting itself. Okay. The, the more tragic part of this, uh, besides the individual who was hurt, is that there was a one year old that could have been uh, could have been injured as well. That one year old was in a car seat behind the uh, the passenger seat. Mm. Um, and the, the people that pulled up, apparently they were trying to back out uh, from the driveway. A car pulled up and fired several rounds into the car, um, missed the driver, and fortunately missed the one-year-old, but did strike uh, a couple of times the, the female, the adult female that was in the passenger seat. Um, as I understand, she's in the hospital recovering. Um, but uh, we're still looking for the um, the people that did it. We're still looking for the car. And so we're asking if anyone has information, please let us know. And I think you had said on Channel 3 that you think this might have been retaliation for a prior shooting that was on that street. Is that right? Yeah, well, what I what I really said was we're looking at see if it's connected to, to see. one that okay. took place on, on, uh, on April, I believe, eight months ago or so. Um, a shooting happened at the same residence. Oh. And I believe a, a, a female was also shot in error on, at that shooting as well. Um, so we're looking to see if there's a connection to this. You know, this um, that doesn't happen let's, twice let's, at the let's same use our place here. by let's mistake. Use some common right? Sense. I mean, that's and, not a you know, oh, oops, twice. I mean, one yeah. time anything can be true one time, right? Uh, yes, mostly. Um, but but look, we're we're not we're no fools, and then when <laughs> we we see this thing happen a couple times in the same address, something's something's going on. But you know, really, our our investigators know what's what's going on. They just you know we have to be able to prove it. We have to get cooperation from people and 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 you'd think that if you're uh potentially the target of two drive-by shootings you might want to say hey this is not my you know maybe i should stop this this uh, interactions that i'm having well, well it's extra scary for you know neighbors because mm -hmm. you know every neighborhood most neighborhoods uh if you've got if you've got that house in your neighborhood 
Right. You know, there's sketchy stuff going. You may even know what the sketchy stuff is. And you try to call, you try to, you know, and it, you know, sometimes you get somebody thrown in jail. Sometimes you, I mean, you know, that's frustrating for neighbors too. And you understand that. Well, and that's why we started this whole nuisance abatement mm-hmm. vans that we mm-hmm. have. And we got the second one coming online here this week. Um, is so that we can maybe slow down some of this, some of the stuff. If we don't have the manpower to sit in your driveway, you know, uh, 24 hours a day, seven days a week, I'm going to, we're going to stick this van up there and, and maybe alleviate some of that, at least temporarily. Mm-hmm. And then we'll start to have a rotation where every couple of weeks we'll put this, this van out. And hopefully someone will get the hint, Hey, this is not the place to go buy and sell. Um, you know, cause no one wants, no one that's committing crimes wants, uh, you know, a share of a surveillance van and, right. and it works. It's not just for show, but it, it really works. And we actually can uh, pull it up on our, the plan is for us to pull it up on our real-time crime center uh, probably in January. Oh, that's how soon we're going to be able to have that operational. Okay, yeah. very good. Uh, just one detail, and you may not know, but it just kind of clicked with me the way you were talking about it. Um, they, you said that the car was backing out of the driveway, and the child would have been in the rear seat. Do you know if the gunshots came from the rear or from the side? Like, did they... I mean, did the bullets go past this kid, or, would the, or do we even know? Now, well, uh, based on what the investigators are telling me, the bullets came from the uh, the left rear of the car, which would be oh, the so right still, behind the driver. Yeah. And, and, again, fortunately, the child was in the right rear instead of the left rear. But, I mean, I'm, I'm just positioning it in my head. That means that they had to shoot through diagonally the car to get the passenger— and if yeah. the kid had been in the rear left instead of the rear right, which is more normal for a driver installed, wow, right. wow. That, these are the types mm. of things that keep me up at night. Yeah. That, you know, thinking about what could have been. I recall um, years ago, I was a police chief, and we had a shooting at uh, Pensacola Village, and a, a, a three-year-old, Taiki mm. Moultrie was his name, mm-hmm. uh, was in, ended up getting shot over a, a dispute two adults were having, and, and someone shot, uh, I think his name was Pine Straw, the, the, the suspect in that case. Um, he shot and killed the three-year-old. That um, mm. you know, and he's in prison now, fortunately. But, but it didn't. That doesn't bring the child back. And, no. and the, we're just we're just so lucky and so fortunate. And thank God that that this child was in the right hand side instead of the left hand side. And you know, they asked me, "What well, do I have a message for the shooter?" My message is: first of all, stop shooting. Right. Secondly, you almost killed a one year old. And 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 when we catch you, you'll be charged with attempted murder. That's my that's my plan. And and uh, you know, maybe it's a weird thing to observe, but I'm I'm assuming that they didn't know there was a kid because you can't see into the seat. But that's part of the point: is stop shooting into cars, stop shooting at all. And you know, you, when you do stupid things like this, you run the risk of maybe it's unintended consequences. But you're the one that puts those people in danger. You put that child in danger, whether you know they're there or not. I mean, that's the whole point of this illegal, reckless stupidity responsible people you know consider all that that, right. that could happen whenever you decide to you know to to shoot a gun or throw a punch in anger or to use your car as a weapon any of these things that you have to understand that there could be unintended consequences and while it's a crime to do the initial uh, shooting itself or ramming whatever you end up doing uh it's even worse when you end up killing someone that's you know unintentional absolutely and you know we've said this last couple of times that the the individual that got shot we do not believe was the unintended the intended target right and this is what makes these drive-by shootings so dangerous you're shooting from a, a moving moving platform um and and you really uh, they don't care so um one of the things i wanted since we've been talking about a couple of shootings um you and i had talked a couple of weeks ago about you had rolled out spot shot spotter i always want to say it wrong i said spot shotter on a promo one day anyway shot spotter i actually have it typed wrong in my notes here even i don't know why i got this glitch um but you guys have rolled this out it's been maybe about four or five weeks i think that it's been in uh, in effect it's probably about three weeks now. three weeks okay yeah. um what kind of results are you getting 
Uh, well, uh, the last results I got, we had uh, for 14 days, we had a total of 17 detections. Is okay, what, is what they call this. Um, but but none of them resulted in actually was a shooting. It was individuals that looked like they're shooting into the ground or shooting. There's one uh, near a a lake, so someone seemed to have been target practice okay. or, 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 you know, practicing with a weapon. Um, so it, I mean, it works. It, it's, it's just that three square mile, uh, that we have in, in the area that we have and then the city will have three square miles as well. Once theirs is up, um, but Which it should be within it works a couple weeks, well. right? Yeah. I, I don't know exactly yep. what, when, when there's, when they're up, we, we just jumped on ours. Pretty quickly. And you're going to integrate that with the Real-Time Crime Center, which you are in, that's in fabrication right now? Yeah, the Real-Time Crime Center. We're waiting, you know, as you know, electronics are coming in, so we're waiting on some of it. We, we look to move our intelligence analyst from the office that they've been occupying into the Real-Time Crime Center. And, and Is that going to be the in the Haines Street office, or where is it located? It's No, it's on Leonard Street. Oh, I mean, uh, what are that? Not the hey, PPD. Haines sorry, Street on Leonard PPD. Street. Yeah. <laughs> sorry, thank you. All right. 7 <laughs> North Haines PPD. 1700 <laughs> West Leonard is the sheriff's office. Yeah. But it's, it's going to be in the main in, office. Right. Okay. It's going to be in the, the room. I don't know if you remember it, but it's right next to our where we do our press conferences, yeah. and it's where our gym used to be. Okay. So we're moving our gym out for the Real-Time Crime Center. And our analysts will be moving there uh, probably the middle of, of December. And then in January, where we should have all the all the electronics up and running. And will that integrate with the city as well, or that be yes. just? It, it is going to yes. be integrated the whole uh, county. Uh, uh, Mayor Reeves and I have had many conversations about the cooperation. We've always had a great cooperation with PPD. Uh, even when I was police chief, we had a, a great uh, a cooperation. Um, so we talked about talked to them, and we're going to integrate all the cameras in the city and into our real time crime center. And then obviously all of our our cameras will be integrated to with with theirs as well. They'll actually the plan is for them to have two employees that are embedded in at the sheriff's office okay. uh, in in the, the real time uh, crime center, so that if something happens in the city, they will be able to utilize all of our resources for their. And that that was my other question: is does Shot Spotter, uh, if there's a shot reported? Does that alert across the jurisdiction, meaning that, you know, PPD and ECSO are both involved? Because a lot of times the boundaries between the city and the county, right? right? And I'm not sure if the area that you guys are working on has that particular feature, but um, is it, you know, whoever's closest kind of thing, or is it by agency separated? It's it's integrated into our radio system, so it's probably going to go to our system. But again, if we have... Uh, a couple of PPD employees embedded, then they will obviously They'll put the information out, okay. especially if it's close to the border, and and we'll have the same information on a detection that happens in within the city of Pensacola. Because again, the, uh, bad guys don't care about about jurisdiction, so oftentimes right. they will drive back in and out without even realizing it. So it's wise for us all to understand what's what's taking place. And then just the last thing, and uh, I, I want to say this just the right way: if you are a um, uh, if you are a criminal, mm-hmm. okay. Uh, we want you to believe that there's a um, a shot spotter everywhere in the county, everywhere in the county. Um, but if you're a civilian who uh, wants to understand how often this is going to, you know, actually work to catch somebody, it is only six square miles. The city has three in this. <laughs> but well, I, you know, I, I, have yeah. reasonable expectations about right. how this is going to work. Well, this is this is this is a uh, an expensive endeavor, yeah. and that's why we got an appropriation through the state, and then for two years, and then we're going to see if we can continue to expand that. Um, and and the detection system does work. It's within three square miles, but we have uh, we have received detections outside of that area oh, okay. as well. Which makes I mean, sense. You, you can't tell a microphone, hey, or, or a sensor, hey, you don't only, care about that. Only listen yet. left and not listen to the right. Well, I was thinking that you know somebody. I'm always thinking about these. The, the weird person with the question listening. That's you. Is thinking, oh, okay. That is usually me, right? <laughs> is thinking, well, there was a shooting in Cantonment. Didn't you know? Yeah, well, yeah. That's not within the zone that spot. Shot spotter is set up, exactly, right?
Well, and, and, and we're, we're evaluating it. I mean, there are two good things here. One is a shot spotter, but uh, but the thing I'm most in, most um, excited about is the real-time crime center. And you've said and, that, and, yeah. And the, the cameras and the system and the integration. Uh, the, this is what this is going to be the game changer. The real-time crime center is the, is the game changer. The shot spotter program integrated with it is just going to give enhance it a little bit more. And we'll wait we'll, a couple of, of years' worth of this. We'll see if we can... Again, continue to get an appropriation, continue to get funding for it, and if we can expand the you know the shot spotter program. And, and look, we were we were wise about this. We 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 took took a look at some of the recent shootings. We put it in some of our red spots on our heat map, and and that's where we put it at. And and again, I'm I'm you know fortunately we haven't had a a detection that resulted in an individual getting shot in those in those uh, three square miles that we have. Um, you know, we have to make use of the technology, and we're certainly doing that. And and if it winds up just suppressing gunshots in that area, oh, oh, how terrible would that be? I mean, it's, that, it's like you said, I want, I want the bad guys to know if you shoot <laughs> right. a gun here, area, the yeah. cops are going to be there pretty quickly before you even call. Sheriff Chip Simmons, is always a pleasure, sir. Thank you so much for the time. Thanks for keeping us safe, and uh, we'll talk to you again next week. You bet. Y'all take care. Absolutely. 550 here on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. If you are a company owner, if you're a business owner, or maybe you work in like, you know, the HR department or you, you know, your middle manager or something, just, I mean, it could be anybody. It doesn't have to be the owner. Just it's often the owner uh, who's going to, you know, kind of be aware of the following problem. You know, you've got to handle benefits, health insurance, dental, vision, life, disability, HR, you know, uh, payroll, stuff that nobody really likes to do. I mean, most people don't get into business because what they're hoping to do is paperwork, right? Uh, and benefits. You get into business to do the thing you're good at. And then if you get employees because you're successful and then all of a sudden you got to do stuff you don't like to do to keep it going. Well, okay. So this is why you call Targus and Causey. You call them up and you say, hey, Andrew's always talking about you. He says you've been, they've been using you at Cat Country and News Radio for about seven years and you're great. And they are fantastic. Um, what can you do for me? And they'll come and they'll look at what you're doing and they'll say, well, you know, we can do this. We can do this. We, you know, you're doing really good at this thing right here. So uh, we, we can't really improve on that. But here's the things that we can help you with. You can give your employees options, save you a little bit of money, give you better choices, whatever, and give you great customer service. I can vouch for that personally, outstanding customer service. So if you need anything benefits related for your company, give Torgerson Causey a call, 433-9996, or check them out online at tcbenefitsgroup.com. My husband, Alex Hesse, was hit by an IED in Afghanistan. I was playing man in foot patrol, and I slept on the bomb. Lost my legs and my left hand in an explosion. And he suffered a severe traumatic brain injury. As America's veterans face challenges, DAV is there. There are so many mountains to climb, and we do it together. With the right support, more veterans can reach victories great and small. Seeing Alex learning how to snow ski, that's life-changing. DAV provides a lifetime of support to veterans of every generation, helping more than a million veterans each year. Alex did it. He skied down this mountain. That's something he won't forget. With the right support, there are no limits. To see him on that slope and smiling like that, we'll be taking this home. This has meant so much. Thank you, DAV. Alex Hussey, thank you for your service. Support more victories for veterans. Go to DAV.org. The Pensacola Christmas Concert is back on News Radio 92.3. It's 24 hours of Christmas music from you, Pensacola. Local churches, local bands, local musicians, all right here on News Radio 92.3, all Christmas Day. We have music from the Pensacola Children's Chorus, the Pensacola Civic Band, Olive Baptist Church, the Perdido Brass, and more. And if you'd like your music to be part of the Pensacola Christmas Concert, send an email to christmas at newsradio92.3.com. 
The Port of Pensacola is more than just a name. It's a powerhouse of economic opportunities, a strategic location that sparks growth and prosperity, contributing significantly to the local and regional economy with 23 incredible businesses that call this port home. Big names like C-Max Materials, GE Wind Energy, and soon the prestigious American Magic Sailing Team. Since 1754, the Port of Pensacola has been the driving force behind Northwest Florida's economic success. Explore more at portofpensacola.com. Hi, I'm Terrence A. Gross. As many of you know, I am a local board-certified personal injury lawyer, and I have practiced in this community for almost 40 years. Our law firm handles only people that have been injured due to the negligence of another. Join me this Wednesday at 1030 on Pep Talk as we discuss all aspects of personal injury law. The Pensacola Expert Panel, 9 to 11 weekdays on News Radio 92.3 AM 1620. At Penair Credit Union, we know that road trips don't start by driving into the sunset. A day at the beach doesn't begin with packing the car. Even car shopping doesn't really start at the dealership. Your new car journey begins with an auto loan pre-approval from Penair Credit Union. Because at Penair, auto financing is easy. And when you get pre-approval before you shop, you'll be ready to hit the road when you find the perfect car. Get started at penair.org slash car loan. Whether it's new, used, or refinanced, vehicle loans from Penair Credit Union fit you perfectly. Federally insured by NCUA Equal Opportunity Lender. All the big national news in a conversation with Markley, Van Camp, and Robbins from 11 till 2 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. Here we go. Focus. Speed. I am speed. That's what I always say. My hips don't lie. 555 on News Radio 92.3. Informative, local, dependable. And no, I cannot dance like that. Wouldn't try, and I'd be embarrassed if I could. Uh, joining us now in the newsroom, David Wayne. Uh, I don't know whether his hips lie or not, but I don't think they ever have lied to me. So uh, we'll take it that way. Uh, Dave, what's going on in the newsroom, sir? Well, home prices are on the rise for the eighth straight, mo- straight month. The uh, latest S&P CoreLogic Case-Shiller National Home Price Index, say that three times fast. No, you. Uh, shows prices were nearly <laughs> 4% higher in September compared to the same month a year ago. Prices continued to rise even as mortgage rates approached 8%. Uh, and apparently, Mark Cuban is done with uh, Shark Tank. Yeah, yeah, planning to leave. He made that announcement on a podcast that airs on Showtime called All the Smoke. Never seen that one. Uh, but yeah, he's been. He went on Shark Tank for the first time in season two. It's now season sixteen. He says it'll be his last. That's amazing to me. Fourteen year or sixteen uh, sixteen years of a show about people kind of having ideas for a business, some of whom have done a little, some of whom haven't done too much, going and pitching to millionaires and then getting paid for it. I mean, it's, it's yeah, an it's amazing unreal. premise. Yeah, it really is. Yeah. It, that's where you find the best gag gifts, too, because you'll see the most ridiculous <laughs> products come through that you yeah, never would have right. heard of, and then you're like, I got to look this up, and then, yeah. Speaking of Stocking that, have you, have you ever watched this show, Um, what is it called, uh, Snake Oil? This show, Snake Oil, where they it. present to you a real product and a totally fake product and you have to figure out which one is the real product and which is the fake product impossible to tell yeah it's completely impossible to tell because the truth is that the the most ridiculous thing might actually be something that people are buying and are making and then again the other thing is just ridiculous and you just can't tell the difference between them that's that's the point of that show which which makes it kind of unfun it's almost like watching uh what's the um 
Uh, what's the show about figuring out who's the liar? The uh, oh, know, to the, tell the truth. To tell the truth. Yeah. Um, and the Anthony. Um, Oh my God, my Anthony brain Anderson. Morning. Thank you. Mm-hmm. Anthony, um, uh, is it Anthony Anderson who hosts the yeah. show with his mama? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Anyway, great show, entertaining show. My problem is you can never tell. You're <laughs> oh. always wrong, and yep. you're like, if if you can never tell, it's not that much fun. Right. It's just it's a crapshoot every time. So snake oil. That's, that's snake the oil is the yeah. fake or real right. product, and yeah. then uh, to tell the truth, which is the like fifteenth version of this show that's ever yeah. been made. Um, and you get the golden mama if you can yeah. get them all right, which is. I wouldn't want my, that statue. My in my sounds house. like I've got a new rabbit hole to go. There down. you go. Oh, That's dude, right. check out Is It Cake? Have you seen what? that, sh- that no. show? I haven't seen that one. Is either. this one of these like they make amazing things and you have to decide whether it's a real thing or whether it's cake inside? Yeah, they'll wheel out like some luggage, you know, and <laughs> then another set of luggage, and you're like, it just looks like luggage, they but both one of the them is me, edible. One yes. of them is in the cake, mm-hmm. and one of them is yeah. Okay, all right. There's all kinds of things like that. That's America. Welcome to the, <laughs> welcome to the 2020s. Uh, David, thanks so much for the update. 558 News Radio 923. Um What is Oh, that's <laughs> I'm like I'm looking at this this show prep with these topics on it and they're like, "Oh, well that is last year's stuff." <laughs> that's 2022. I printed out the wrong one. That happens. Um Oh, did you see the <laughs> This is funny. There's an ad out for a restaurant, it's not here. Nothing like th- this would happen here, but it didn't actually happen to happen here. Uh, you've got a restaurant in, I think this is Australia. We are looking for high achievers who have proven experience in a high pressure environment, ideally with references from Gordon Ramsay uh, or Heston Blumenthal. Uh, actually, who are we kidding? We're desperate for staff. Police record? Who cares? Drug habit? Join the club. Alcoholic? Don't get me started. If I can find anyone before Xmas, they say, I won't have a business after Xmas. Uh, the Frank job listing is, uh, asked these questions and um, got a lot of attention for how dare you make fun of alcoholics and drug habits and police records? Are you serious? And their answer is, uh, we just hired five new staff. It worked. What are you complaining about? <laughs> also, that's the kind of place you want to work at. Like, not because it's all of those people, because they're having fun. And when employees are having fun, this customers will be happy. 92.3, 95.3, and AM 1620. News Radio 92.3, WNRP, Golf Breeze, Milton, Pensacola.